What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Backlog Breakdown! I'm Nate. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. And that's that's Josh. What's <laughs> up, Josh? Hey, dude, how's it going? <laughs> I was going to do a voice, and then I realized I had done that on my other podcast, and then I felt stupid. So, no, this is my real voice this time. Sorry, guys. Sorry to disappoint. It's just me. Real voices only. <laughs> I I didn't really have anything, and, and I've, I've probably said this before. I was going to try to do like a butt rock screech, mm-hmm. like, you know, like some like, maybe, oh, you know what? Sometime I should be like, try to do it like Creed. Or, <laughs> you know, that, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. yeah, 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 oh backlog breakdown. Oh, that is such but, a hey. great idea. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Terrible. Do a Pearl Jam. Oh, oh that's so good. Be- yeah, do so like good. an Eddie Vedder. Like, <laughs> oh man. I, I never got into Pearl Jam. I actually can't can't take his voice. Um, I understand that they are a very good band. I just haven't been able to get past his vocals. So, so sorry. I know lots of people have just lost a lot of respect for me. So, yeah, I, I'm not one of them. Pearl Jam is like okay, but okay, like. The, the only song by Pearl Jam that I ever really liked was that cover that they did where he went, oh, where, oh, where is my baby gone? Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to be good so I can go to heaven. Or, I, don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> that, that weird. It always sounded like he was sort of like singing like through his nose or something. I don't know. It's just it, something. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, why, why are you doing that? I don't, I don't me? get it. But that know. was Eddie Vedder, right? I guess. He was the front man. He was the front man, though, I yes. think. Yes, uh-huh, yeah. Okay, yeah, he was just weird. I know that yeah. much. He was, he's a crazy man. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Um. I was always, like, I mean, like, I we, we may have talked about sort of, like, musical histories. I was mm-hmm. more punk rock, mm-hmm. um, you know, third wave ska, so. Um, Dang, man. See, the uh, only ska that I got into was, like, high school youth group ska. So, uh, so like five iron frenzy and the supertones. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. We would Dude, jam. It's legit. Uh, we're going down to Mexico. The, the Mexico mission trip. I, I don't even know who does that song, but, uh, bunch of believers. There you go. That's the name. Bunch okay. of believers. B O B. Um, if you, okay. if you look at the, the front cover of their album, it's like in the South Park style. They all look like they're little paper dudes. Uh, mission hmm. trip to Mexico. Yeah. So if you're in the mood for some ska, that's about as much as I know. So you said third wave ska though. There are different waves. Well, uh, yeah. So first wave, um, basically, man, now I got to think about it and I haven't had to do this in a while. I think if I remember right, cause like, you know, I, I was like the sort of like, you know, didn't want to be a poser. So, mm-hmm. Um, did a little bit of research and this is before the interwebs was really a big deal so I mean I had to do some hunting and I had to talk to some old heads and stuff and like dudes (laughs) who were older I mean Um, but I think first wave was basically like big band it was like so they would hear big band in Jamaica or like in in like Mm -hmm. in that sort of that Caribbean sort of the island chains they would pick up on the radio but it would cut out and so the the backbeat would be really emphasized which is like the whole like the 
and I'm not super musical. So mm-hmm. if somebody's like, I know that's the offbeat. Like so, like the like the downbeat is one and three, I think, and then the backbeat is two and four, and so that it's that. I can't emulate it because I suck <laughs> and I'm not super musical. But it's like when you listen cool. to Scott and the, like you hear that guitar like that, the, 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 like the way it's sort of yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of like that. Yeah, that that's that's the backbeat, and so. But they would hear it, and it would be emphasized on a backbeat. And then second wave was just sort of like a few years later, it became a little more refined. And then third wave was sort of like when it met like that the pop punk sensibility stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a lot of uh, like uh, the Suicide Machines, um, hmm. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Arthur. Okay. Like the Boss Tones are like sort of questionable, but whatever. Like. Uh, Anyways, but like that's the sort of like third wave is like the the ska that that really when it's sort of like I don't know if blew up is the right word, but like real mm-hmm. big fish, all that stuff. Like when that stuff was getting yeah. radio play, that was third wave, or that was sort of like a spinoff of third wave. So okay. um, it's just the latest iteration. It's mm-hmm. I'm not super. Uh, I don't listen to nearly as much music as I used to. And actually, yeah. like a lot of what I listen to now is stuff that I didn't listen to as much of in high school, but I kind of wish okay. I had. So, like, uh. um, like two of my favorite bands now, like Weezer is one of my favorite bands. Um, okay. And then I really like Cake. Um, huh. I'm trying to think. Like, my favorite song by Cake is... Uh, I think. Oh man, you know what? I'm. Um, this is the part where I devolve into just a hot nostalgic mess, and I'm just gonna look things up on my phone because it's easier. <laughs> I mean, like, I, like the Dropkick Murphys were definitely like one of my favorite high school bands. But that's, oh yeah, I'm so like, good. I'm Scotch Irish, like, and so it's like <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a punk band, you know? They're Dropkick Murphys. They're all a bunch of Irish dudes from Boston. That's it's super cool, and it you know, and it's bagpipes and punk rock. So I was like, oh, yeah. that's that's legit. Uh, Short skirt, long jacket is a really good. Comfort Eagle is a really good album. Um, Showroom of Compassion was, I think, one of their last big ones. Um, one of the last like full lengths. I'm trying to think. I want to say it's like called Shadow Boxing or something, but it's like one mm-hmm. of my favorite songs, and it's just like shadow stabbing. It's just like okay. Cake does some like really interesting things as far as like rhythms and just general sound, and I just I really dig that sort of the alt rock. I don't know, and Weezer yeah. like Rivers Cuomo is like the last great American rock star, and that's mostly because <laughs> he's a basket case. So, anyways, now that I have talked entirely too much about music I used to listen to in high school, jeepers, you're, you're good. I like it. I like it. It's good. Well, just because that kind of, I, I don't know, it's a different, it's a different perspective. That's not where I came from. As I have, have, have said time and time again, I was an emo kid. So, you know, it was all that, all that emo stuff that I grew up on. I, well, I say grew up on, that was high school for me. I actually yeah, didn't get I'm into just, music I'm until gonna, later. I'm going to like, it? so dashboard confessional. And I know that like mm-hmm. some people are like, that's, that's like the front end of emo. And that's the super like softer edge to it. Mm-hmm. But I started listening to them, and we used to call like, like we used to make fun of it. 
but we mm-hmm. all listen to it anyways because you know that's ah. that's the kind of saps we were but it was like mm-hmm. we used to call it love songs love songs for punk kids you know okay because um, it was like a lot of those dudes have been in punk bands and like you know like rock bands and then yeah. they sort of wanted to sing this like more sentimental stuff and so like dashboard and uh what was that band that he was in chris carabas was in before uh, uh further seems forever further seems forever uh the get up kids like and mm-hmm. i know that's like sort yeah. of like early on and that's like a lot more of like the like singing about like how i'm gonna take you home to mom and she's not really gonna like you but that's okay because you know <laughs> um, and anyways but yeah, no, no. I, I listened to emo too, but it was just like, you know, I read well, somewhere. Fu- Go no, ahead. no, no. What were you gonna say? Yeah, uh, I just, I just read somewhere that it's like the the music that we listen to in our like teenage and early twenties sort of just sticks with us in a way that, um, and I listen to a lot of stuff now, but yeah. Anyways, it's just like that's the stuff that you sort of resonate with and come back to, yeah, eventually. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I also have nostalgia for a lot. My dad actually used to listen to a lot of music Mm because I was homeschooled. Um, He would put on albums in the morning and I would not appreciate them. Like they'd just be background music to me. But I've I've recently gone back within the past, I don't know, four or five years and listened to the old stuff. And I'm just like, dang, this is really good. He listened to a lot of what would now be considered like prog. He called it, avant-garde is mm-hmm. what it was called at the time um so stuff like yes and genesis and uh rick wakeman and uh moody blues and stuff like that so uh, and i i really dig that stuff so i have nostalgia for that type of stuff but it's funny because the nostalgia i have for the stuff in high school um there's a lot of it that i think does hold up but then there's a good i don't know 30 40 percent of stuff that i go back and listen to and i'm like if I listened to this today, like if I had never heard this before, I would turn this off after one or two songs, yeah. you know, like this just does not interest me at all. And it sounds like everything else that I, I just, I really don't care. And so like bands nowadays that may even actually be better, but are doing kind of the same thing. I just don't care for at all. Um, it's like, I was talking with someone and they said, um, they said, I love Jimmy world, but how many Jimmy worlds do you need? Like just listen to the original, and I was like, "Dang, that is good." <laughs> What's the, the uh, and it's really if you just listen to their one like breakout album, the one that's got um, uh, talking about Clarity or or Bleed American, Bleed American, mm-hmm. like that's really like the only Jimmy Eat World album you need to listen to because everything sort of oh, like man. sounds the same. I don't know. It, it might be a little like harsh there, but I mean, I love that album. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but that's very much sort of like a. I listen to it like it's like it's sort of like you dance around to it when no one's watching, sort of thing. Like it's like <laughs> it's not really a guilty pleasure because I don't mm-hmm. feel guilty about it, but at the yeah. same time, like I'm not really sure that like it's not like something like if like you know people come over, I'm gonna be like, yo, let's, let's crank some Jimmy Eat World, and I'm right. gonna, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's funny too, that especially well, just talking about that album in general, I'm not that big of a fan of of The Middle. That's like their biggest song, but I'm just kind of like, eh, it's okay. Like mm-hmm. it's not even, I, I wouldn't even put it as one of the best songs on that album. 
it's 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 just kind of okay to me. But if it gets you into Jimmy Eat World, then I'm okay with that. Um, but anyway, no, I I do really like Jimmy Eat World, but it's just I I just feel like there's so many bands that do the exact same thing as them that uh, you know they're they're the originals, and so I dig it. Anyways, uh, like you said, uh, this is not a, specifically a music podcast. Um, even though it, it seems like we could go on for a while talking about music, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's kind of um, rad. I dig it because I, I dig music. That was, a, that was a reference to Almost Famous, by the way, if you, if you haven't seen that movie. I like that it's, movie a lot. It's been a while. Um, it's the, the scene with the golden god when he's about to jump off the oh. the roof. <laughs> uh, Into he the says, pool yes yeah he says i'm on drugs and everyone and everyone like cheers for him because he is on drugs at the time and uh and he's like gonna jump off and then they're trying to talk him out of jumping off the roof into the pool and uh they're like no no no. those those, you need better last words than that come on you can think up something else and he's like oh oh i got it i got it i dig music and everyone's kind of just like uh yeah okay and i'm on drugs and then he jumps off the roof (laughs) anyway so if you like my explanation of one of the most iconic scenes in that entire movie in audio form man i don't know why i did that radio Uh, magic (laughs) let me transport you to a time yeah good stuff so how you doing nate um pretty good man i mean like uh it's just it's getting busy. It's that time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh been, yeah, packages, uh, boxes, and bags. So many packages, <laughs> all the parcels. Um, nah, uh, pretty good. Uh, I've been working. Like I picked up overtime a couple of days of overtime, which is uh, nice on the wallet, nice on the bank account, mm-hmm. but is not mm-hmm. nice on the fun time, um, uh-huh. especially when it rains. I, I oh. we we're going there. We're going there. Oh, <laughs> we're so going there. Uh, no, it's just been cold and it rain. It's rained the last couple of days, and it's just like, <laughs> like it's really, yeah. And you know, as as sort of like a, an upside, there was just this point, and it's not like I got any visibly less. Um, I hate getting rained on, and there was this moment where I was just like, "Lord, I, I, I really am struggling with this," um, and I just said, "Like, I do not want to just have this sort of like nervous tick, sort of just like being on the edge, ready to like pop at any given mm-hmm. moment." And I just said, "Like, I, I need help there," and I'm not gonna like. It wasn't like, oh, after that, it was like super awesome. But it, it just like you, you know, for some reason, I was able to just sort of keep the day in perspective, and and I appreciate it, you know. And so Dude, little yeah. things like that, like um, I'm just, you know, I think in some ways, like it's the small sort of like turns, the small victories. Mm-hmm. Um, I binged a whole bunch of like Paul Maxwell today, so that that did put me in a little bit nice. of a better mood. That dude's a beast. Um, <laughs> the Self Wire Phenomenon is probably one of my favorite podcasts right now. I've been recommending nice. it like crazy. Um, his uh, just a bit of a standout episode to listen to is the one uh, I think it's called "You Can Father Yourself," um, uh-huh. 
It's the one on Proverbs. One, I like Proverbs, but then like the way he sort of breaks down the way Proverbs is supposed to be used and how. Anyways, it's a. Uh, I thought it was pretty legit, and uh, I would, I wholeheartedly recommend it. Um, to I, I recommend pretty much anything that I've listened to by him so far. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, some thought provoking stuff, and it's one of those things where I don't always. I I don't know if I land in some of the same spaces, but like the dude knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't end up agreeing with him or whatever, like I feel like he always presents like a sort of like a cogent and a coherent enough argument that it at least like makes you think, which I, I think is, is good. But, um, totally. So, so yeah, I mean, that's sort of like been like the short version, just a lot of work. Um, my parents, my parents stopped in on Friday, and okay. they left Saturday. But they brought us their old fridge, which may not sound like awesome news, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but like our fridge was like super old. It, it basically when okay. we bought the house, it was left here, and we're oh, like, yeah. ah, we'll just use it. You yeah, okay, you know. And um, they brought it like they're doing like a kitchen renovation or whatever, and they're like, you want our old fridge? And I was like, yeah. And then, <laughs> so they they made it a point to bring it out and it, and and um my dad and I had to engage in some shenanigans in in order to get it into the house but uh got it nice. in it was cool to hang out with them for a day and then um but yeah Thanksgiving Thanksgiving happened last week dude it did mhm uh I did nothing my wife and I did nothing like oh. we we uh, stayed home. Like my parents live about two and a half, three hours away, and like okay. my, they were doing. My family, my side, my mom's side was doing some stuff, and we didn't really. I told my wife. I said, like you know, I, I love my my mom's side, and it would have been nice to go out, but I only had Thursday off, so I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I don't really want to go anywhere. And then her side, like her sister, is about forty five minutes to an hour away. And even that, I was just like, like, I just sort of like turned into a bum. Uh, and, and it was like, because this is the only day I have off for a week, mm-hmm. I'm just going to like, I just said like, I think I looked at her at one point in time. I said, I just want to sit around in my sweatpants and be, you know, disgusting. So, <laughs> but so how about you, man? Like, how was your Thanksgiving? How's the last couple of weeks been? It's it's been good. Um yeah, so so Thanksgiving for us I I did have a good chunk of time off. Like it was Wednesday and Thursday I had off because I normally have Fridays off. Uh I normally have Friday, Saturday. So it was a good like four days that I had off. But it's interesting because um as as I look back on it, I do have having time off is different now <laughs> that I have two young children. It it doesn't Life doesn't exactly slow down. It's just different and slightly more enjoyable, or at least more enjoyable in a different way. I love my job, so I don't mean that to be a a shot against what I do for work, um, because I really do enjoy it. But it's also there's there's another type of enjoyment that I get from just hanging out with the family, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, just for being for being busy. Well, th- th- I'll put it this way: is that I figured that I would get more done. <laughs> With so much time off, um, whether it was, you know, school or whether it was just recreational activities, 
um, or, you know, video games, something like that. Uh, and that didn't really happen. It was more a lot of like deciding what to do with the family. Um, our kids got somewhat sick, like bad allergies. So they've been, you know, all snotty and, and all the, everything <clears throat> that that entails. I don't have to go into detail on that. Um, so, so much fun. Sounds like yeah, so much yeah. fun. Yeah, so taking care of them kind of took first priority along with just kind of chilling out. Um, so it, it's been very good. Like, like it's been a nice uh, time off from work. It just hasn't really slowed down like I kind of expect it to. But I think I just have to accept that life is not going to slow down. <laughs> um, That's what they it, tell me, man. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really slow down. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but it was, it was good. We do, we actually have both sides of our family here in town. So we do a double Thanksgiving, um, ate a lot. I, I tried to pace myself and it didn't work. The first Thanksgiving we went to, they did fried Turkey. Mm. So good. Mm. So mm-hmm. good. I love uh, a good broccoli and cheese casserole. I love green bean casserole. And all of that, and it it was so good, it was mm. so good, and mm. so I I did not pace myself well, uh, and and ate a bunch. Yeah, boy. It was it was a good it was a good Thanksgiving, dude. Um, I don't know, I don't know if they sent any leftovers with you, <laughs> but my wife and I. So we we I mean we made a turkey breast and like we did the green uh-huh. bean casserole. We made like mashed potatoes nice. and stuffing and all that. And we actually, with our leftovers, we took the turkey and gravy, and we put mm-hmm. it in a pie pan, and then we put the green bean casserole on top of it, and then the mashed potatoes on top of it, and we made a Thanksgiving leftover shepherd's pie. Nice. Dude, I think I, I ate like most of that thing by myself because I'm <laughs> a disgusting human being. <laughs> it was so good. So good. Um I, I totally recommend that to anybody who is listening. If you have Thanksgiving leftovers, particularly those three, it's so good. Was the pie crust made of stuffing? No, nah, dude, no. Nah. Well, what I did do is I heated the stuffing up and just poured it on top, and then oh, okay. just shoveled okay. the whole like <laughs> concoction into my 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 gob, man. It was. Have- have you heard um, uh, Patton Oswald's joke about KFC bowls? No. Okay, that, that's what it reminds me of. Um, but any, anyways, we don't have to go into that. It is, it is laden with um, profanities, so I don't even know that I can recommend it, but I will say that it's funny mm. if you want to check it out after the podcast. <laughs> but but anyways. you have been warned. You have been warned. Yes, yes. Not to... Not necessarily a recommendation, but if you're in the mood to laugh at someone who uses lots of profanity, mm. I mm. submit mm. it to you. So, <laughs> so. all right. Well, I, yeah, I, I think that's that's a good that's a good jumping off point here. We got some small talk done. Uh, let's let's jump into that into that report. Let's report on what we've done over the past two weeks. I, so hope, I hope you did more than I. Did. Oh, no. Well, I haven't been playing video games. Yeah, that's true. I haven't been playing video games, so... I just told you I wasn't able to do what I wanted to do. (laughs) 
No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, <laughs> do you want me to to go first, or do you want to go first? Um, oh, okay. I think I think I made you go first last time. Okay, so I'll try to I'll I'll jump in. Um, like I said, I I haven't really been playing video games. I did play mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, my wife asked to play video games together on Thanksgiving, so nice. we played. I think Rayman Legends. Um, oh, cool! It was like one of those PS4 Plus free games or whatever. Oh, nice! Um, mm-hmm. It was fun. It's like you know, it's definitely something. We'll we we tried to play uh, Divinity Original Sin. Uh, okay, but like that's super slow, and I just I I don't know. That's just like I think like. It's not to not to bag on my wife, but she's not really a super technical gamer, mm-hmm. and so there there'd be a lot of like digging into rule sets and all that stuff. Like for me, that's like that's sort of like the water I swim in all the time. Whereas <laughs> like, and I just we we played it for a couple minutes. And I was like, you know what, this is not going to be fun. Like, yeah. so let's just play some. So we ended up playing Rayman um, Legends. It- is divinity is that one that one's turn-based isn't it yeah okay it's sort okay. of like it, oh it's a nice symmetric sort of like top downish sort of mm-hmm. rpg um and it it's it's pretty solid but it's it's like the closest thing you're going to get to playing um dungeons and dragons like how du- like okay it's it 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 has it channels that it vibes yeah. like that um well, that's so, awesome. Okay, cool. We, we played Rayman on. So I did a thing. I hey. did a thing. Um, there was that deal that, like, I think you turned me on to um, about with the. I traded in my PlayStation. I had an OG PS4, mm-hmm. and GameStop was doing this thing. And I think a lot of places were doing it, but I could trade in my my PlayStation at GameStop. Um, where for 199 bucks, I got a brand new PlayStation Slim, a PS4 Slim, and Spider-Man. So nice. I haven't I I installed Spider-Man. I haven't played it yet, um, but I traded in, got Spider-Man, and so so you know I spent spent part of the day that I got it setting that up and sort of. You know, downloading all my save files from the cloud and all that stuff, uh, ah. reinstalling games. Uh, so that's cool. I'm looking forward to really sort of putting that thing through its paces. Um, nice, but, nice. I think I incorrectly stated that the that the PS4 Slim runs better than the original. I thought I had heard that there was some sort of tweaks or upgrades. But uh, I, I don't think that's correct, after all. Um, well, I talked to my one buddy, and he said like it's it's not that it really runs better, but they streamlined the engineering a little bit okay. so that um, it's it's a little more stable, I think. Okay. And, and the thing is, okay. like, it's brand new versus you, you know, my yeah, play, that's true. My PS my PS4 was pushing three or four years old like it was it was getting up there and Mm -hmm. i'm hard on equipment (laughs) so okay um, okay you know it's uh it's one of those things where you know for me and the thing is if this if it lasts three or four years that'll be 
whatever. Because I, mm-hmm. you know, I think at that point in time, I think PlayStation Five is probably going to come out in the next few years, and I'm probably not going to be a super early adapter, but eventually I will just swing over to that. So yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things. Um, but cool. uh, as far as like my reading goes, I've sort of just. You know, and again, sort of, uh, I was, you know, listening to that Paul Maxwell thing, and, and he had one of, or the Paul Maxwell, uh, the self-wire phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I was listening to that, and he had a couple on setting goals and achieving goals and things like that. And so that was a real kick in the pants because, you know, we've talked about this memorization. It's just been a real fight. And um, one of the things he said is that, you know, the discipline is not supposed to be comfortable. The discipline, and he, he was talking like physical discipline, I think primarily mm-hmm. is sort of like the lens he was addressing in that. But like, it's, and I think, you know, it, it was a kick in the pants because I, I've been saying, oh, I need to read more. I need to memorize. And it's like, you know, he basically at one point says, stop making excuses. And so like, the goal is really like, you know, from this point out like i'm going to try to just say like nine o'clock at night or whatever you know i'm going to set some sort of like arbitrary goal and say hey turn off the phone turn off the tv turn off this turn off that like go read until you fall asleep like when you get up like you know before you turn on the tv or whatever like Mm -hmm. like do the like i'm gonna like try to establish some like some maintainable, sustainable rhythms that will sort of help me to incorporate it. And it's going to be unpleasant because there's, it's, dude, it's so much easier to like turn on the TV. It's so much easier to like, you know, dink around on, on my phone on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, stupid little thing that, you, you know, there's, there's, I mean, like, dude, my wife watched, uh, she, she was watching that show, New Girl. <laughs> um, with Zoe Deschanel or whatever, and I was like, I, I would watch it sometimes. And for whatever reason, like I turned on Netflix and I start watching that, and now I'm freaking obsessed. I don't understand <laughs> it. I'm, I'm. There's something wrong with me. But uh, yeah, it's Jess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my wife that is into girl? it. <laughs> it's Jess, and I'm like, yeah. I'm, and it's like I've watched most of these episodes because I was in the room, but now I'm watching yeah. them for myself. And it's like <laughs> and I, I'm like laughing uproariously, and my wife is just looking at me like I'm a crazy person. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, I have been been doing some reading. I've been fairly consistent, but like the reality is, like I just I want to be way more consistent, way more disciplined in that. So mm-hmm. um, like. I'm going to put it on here. I'm, I've been writing things down in my, my journal and sort of like trying to... So my goal is to just be like to really start incorporating those disciplines and find like a schedule that sort of that I can that I can maintain. So. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, I, I haven't gotten to that episode of Selfwire yet. I know that's one of like the latest ones that he dropped and I listened to a little bit of it like the first point that he made um but i need to go back and and finish it out because uh, that's that's awesome that's i i resonate with that as well um especially in terms of memorization like since i hit the 15 verses i haven't i haven't spent very much time in it and i was actually just going through it earlier today and i'm i was like 
are you seriously like already forgetting <laughs> like the connection points between these verses? Mm. Um, and I felt pretty stupid. Uh, so that obviously I have not made any real progress. I've been, I, I worked on it a little bit, but I, I haven't really made any progress there. Um, but that's, that's a good word of like, actually, actually kind of making a plan. Um, cause I feel like I have a lot of, um, I have a lot of priorities kind of, um, fighting for my time. And so uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, consistency is not is not a strong suit of mine. I'll put it that way, because it's like I can I'll get all obsessed with something and and work on it for a while, and then I'll move to the next thing, or something else will will catch my eye, and then I'll get obsessed with that, and other things kind of fall by the wayside. And I think that's what's happened with the uh, with um, scripture memorization as well. So um no that's that's it's really good to yeah just think through kind of a plan of when and actually like set that down instead of oh that's something that i should do um actually like planning out okay this is when it's going to happen um so i like that yeah it's like the you know i think the the way i've been sort of saying it, it's like it's put a little bit of a fire in my belly yeah you know? and it's like no this is like this is important and like mm-hmm. you know um I love it. I love it. And I think Selfwire is good about doing that too. <laughs> yeah. I like how he doesn't, um, well, it's, it's interesting. Uh, gosh, I don't mean to like totally go down this train, but I think it's cool because, um, he started off talking a lot about trauma. And so I, I was kind of thinking it would be more of like a, a psychological type of podcast or something that's, that's, that's focused on, yeah, psychology in general. And, uh, lately it's been a lot of, been been a lot of like hard truth it's it's like almost that kind of masochism where i'm like oh this is really good but man this is convicting because <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm not that that you're describing that i like a lot <laughs> so um anyways it's good stuff no yeah did, so, did you have anything else to report on um i'm like I am looking forward to the because I, I figured I, I'd ride it to the end of the month, um, the okay. whole. So I am looking forward to um, when I get done. I'm going to jump back into Chasm and Dead Cells for a little bit. Okay, yeah. And there's a part of me that's like wants to put off Spiderman, Spi- mm-hmm. Spiderman, Spiderman. <laughs> um, it's the Spiderman. It's the Spiderman. Uh, Parker, get me pictures of Spiderman. Um, but um, anyway, I don't know why I started doing that. I, I like it. I um, like it. But uh, there is a part of me that's like, man, I have Spider-Man now. I should probably uh-huh. play that. Um, I've also sort of like made some plans to uh, tentative plans to jump in and play some Overwatch with guys Sweet. from TRG. Maybe um, there are a couple buddies picked up uh, Diablo three when it was on sale for ps4 so that makes nate happy um so uh you know and then my buddy parker and i are going to be playing probably you know trying to wrap up the story of the division which okay so i i do like that game so i'm I'm looking like i'm looking forward to sort of like jumping back into that but i do want to sort of like capitalize on this last week and just like really pound out some some reading 
So yeah, but I other other than that, I got nothing. How about you, man? Well, I was I was gonna ask how has your reading been going? Um, it's been like I mean, I've been averaging like probably like because I'm reading I'm reading like three different books right now, right? And that's yeah. that's always problematic. Um, mm-hmm. I you know the the best way to not get behind is to just stay on top of it. Um, which, you know, that sounds like a very John Madden, Maddenism. You know, the best way to win the game is to score more points than the other team. It's like, um, but, um, y- you know, I- I've got, I've been sort of just picking up how should we then live. I've probably got mm-hmm. like 50 pages left in it. And okay. so I'm not too far behind on that. Um, I've been... Sort of chewing through good and angry. I'm about halfway through that. Like uh, that one, I'm trying to. I think what I'm going to start doing, and and someone told me about this um, sort of method where I'm just going to like pound through a chapter, mm-hmm. right, and then go back and reread it a little slower later, like maybe maybe in the same day if I or maybe later in the week. I'm well. I'm reading a nice. bunch of books because I'm also yeah. our church is reading. Pilgrim's Progress for fellowship groups. Um, so I'm rereading that as well, um, dude. I I do have sort of like a you know another recommendation. Um, so mm-hmm. two or three times a week, and I, and I may have mentioned this before, and if I haven't, I get together. I wake up stupid early, and I get together and go over. I go over to my one buddy's house. He's one of my elders at church, and we lift in his basement. Like he's got a squat rack and a bench and some some you know weights and nice. so we go and lift and we actually started um we're, we're trying to sort of just encourage each other and and um you know as i'm sort of trying to prepare myself for the officer training for the diaconate and everything else i'm, I'm mm-hmm. just trying to be a lot more intentional but uh my pastor turned turned us on to this uh series called let's study um, okay. And there's a bunch of them. Like the, I think the next one I'm going to pick up is the one for Galatians because, well, it's I've been there for a while and I I might might benefit me to study it actually in a, in a different. But the one I'm I'm doing now is actually um, I don't know if it's I'm showing you, but it's <laughs> let's study James. Yeah. And. Uh, I, I wanted to maybe recommend it to you and to anybody else who is listening. Okay. It's uh, Sinclair B for Sinclair Ferguson wrote oh, yeah. it, um, but it's like a little study and it's it's semi scholarly, but it's not like super esoteric or anything. Um, and it's 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 good, and I really you know I, I'm a couple chapters in on this, and I really recommend it as well. So. Um, so, but and then there's the other stuff I'm trying to read too. So it's like I need to probably just knuckle down, bang out a couple books, and then, anyways. So okay, cool. But yeah, but yeah I'm reading too much and not enough. <laughs> nice. So how about nice. you, man? Um. Well, okay. So outside of the uh, scripture memorization, in terms of reading, I finally was able to get the big sleep. And mm-hmm. so I listened through that on the audiobook, and I dig it. I dig it. it Chandler's was cool, man. Like it's just like super stylistic and like cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like yeah. 
Yeah, I I liked the main character a lot. Like he was not he was not a perfect character by any means, but um man, uh, he he the way that he negotiated with people, I was like, "Dang, this is really cool." And then you get obviously it's from his point of view, so you get kind of how he thinks. And and even the, just the plot line, I was I was impressed cuz this was written in like what, the 30s? Like this was mm. an old book right am i am i just making that up i'm Um, pretty sure i read on wikipedia that that this is pretty old i'm gonna google Uh, it the big sleep you're gonna get there 39 yeah so yeah 1939 i mean that's not that old but yeah it's it's that's true in terms of books it's not that old but um i i was impressed by the complexity of the plot like it continued to introduce characters and go, th- like wind its way around, and I guess I mean it. It almost kind of felt like a Sherlock Holmes type story, like in mm. terms of structure, um, because it went different places. But uh, man, yeah, it was it was good. I liked it a lot. I think like the and, difference though is though that Sherlock Holmes sort of has like a chain of events that you can sort of follow, mm-hmm. whereas. I I would honestly say like um, any of Chandler's stuff that I've read because I, I I do want to pick but and I've read some like other short stories like this it's uh, I recommend the bookending episode on the Big Sleep or episodes on okay. the Big Sleep um, not especially now that you've listened to them because um, they do some really cool analysis but yeah like it's just like it's it's very stylized like I think it's kind of fun too because like. It's just like everything's super descriptive, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I it's it's just super cool. Yeah, yeah. I, cool. No, I agree. I noticed. I noticed how he likes to, and I, I really like this with Tolkien. Also, is that he liked to describe the scene before having the characters even do anything. So even and and in this book, like it's constantly raining. Which just feels awesome as like, because it's kind of a detective noir type story, you know, and that's usually how those are set. So it just feels very classic in that sense. Um, But but it's just like, I was just going to say Chandler invented like the, like the, the crime noir novel genre Mm -hmm. or whatever. So that makes sense. Like being that it's such a, yeah, that it was written in the thirties. So uh, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. But, but it just, if that wasn't there, it wouldn't have felt so like authentic, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, yeah, I, I dig it. It was really good. It was definitely worth the wait. I don't know why it took so long because I had had it on hold for like a month and a half now. But, um, I'm but glad there you, you go. liked it. It's, it's a fun little romp, dude. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a fun listen. So, well, and it's funny too because like halfway through, I, w- I thought it was going to wrap up. You know, I thought it was going to be a little simpler than it was. And then it just totally started winding around to different places, which mm. was pretty cool. And then, of course, at the end of the book, he knew what was going on. And I was just like, oh, OK. Well, and that's <laughs> didn't catch that. That's the thing, though, is like it, it's like it is one of those things like there's no you, there's no way to like parse out like, oh, this is what happened. It's just like uh-huh. like he's just like he's so so he's so cool that he's just like, yo. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this down. Like I'm I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna tell you what happened, and this is how uh-huh. it happened. And it's like, there, but there's no way to like, 
there's there's no way that you as the reader could suss out that process. It's just like mm-hmm. it has to be revealed by, you know, through the narrative. Yeah, yeah. Any of the clues were super subtle. Yeah. Whereas, like looking back, it's like, oh, that's why they set up that scene that way. That's why. And I say they. It was him. You know, it was one writer. It's not like a movie. Um. So yeah, it, that was super cool. No, I I enjoyed it a lot. Um. So video games um i'm gonna start off by saying that i am not a very good uh backlogger (laughs) okay because in the wake of black friday i will just say that there have been things that have been put on my credit card that (gasps) i (laughs) that uh, on the one hand i am very proud that i was able to snag at that certain prices and on the other hand, I am ashamed <laughs> because I don't need to add stuff to my backlog. But it happened. Um, so for for Switch, I was able to pick up Xenoblade Chronicles 2, uh, which I know is like a huge JRPG. That's perfect, right? That's exactly mm-hmm. what I need. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Starlink was on sale, and I figured... I, I've heard that that's a good Star Fox game on Switch. Um, and it's the physical version. So I figure my kids will have fun with the toys also. And then I was, I was able to find a pre-order of smash brothers for 40 bucks. Whoa. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how, how daily steals on Facebook pulled that one off, but I think I actually clicked on that link. And if there was like, if there were any of those left, I think it was going to like talk to my wife. And I think by the time I got there, I was like, nah, or they're like this, we're out of stock. And I was like, Oh, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. They sell they sell out super quick because I've gotten some other stuff from them before, um, and it it just it disappears. So uh, added some stuff to the backlog, which is which is just grand. But I did also knock something off the backlog, and and unfortunately, it's not what uh, what you would hope it to be. Um, but I did finish up Mario Odyssey, okay, at least the first ending, and and then I gave it back. Um, because I'd had it for months and I, I felt bad and he, he didn't care, you know, I'm sure he'd, he'd be like, no, you can keep it. But, um, but no, I, I've, I've had it altogether too long and I really enjoyed it. And I definitely want to eventually pick it up again and finish out because there's so much more game left that I didn't finish. Um, but that, that was good. So, um, so I've been able to be, to play my switch lately um, as we were talking about before the podcast started, because it's it's a lot easier for me to play a handheld system, especially when uh, I, I've been trying to work out more and we've got an elliptical here at home. And so I can play Switch and be on the elliptical at the same time. And <laughs> it's awesome. Um, so after Mario Odyssey, actually just yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Um, I went ahead and popped in Octopath Traveler. Mm. And, oh man, I'm an hour into the game. Okay, so so first impressions, I I chose the uh, the basically the knight character to start okay. off with. His name is Albrecht, and oh, so good, man. It's the soundtrack is fantastic. The art style I think is gorgeous. Even the um, the voice acting, at least for his for the one hour I've played. So I can't. You know, it may it may be worse in different parts, but uh, it it's good. 
it's good. And it's real basic because, again, it's I'm one hour in. Um, it's got a cool little little fighting system or combat. It, it, combat mechanics are interesting. It seems like it's really going to open up once I get more characters and more abilities and stuff like that. So at this point, it's real basic. Um, but I'm digging the first hour of Octopath. Cool. Um, very cool. Okay, so so the one that I'm I'm very ashamed at, especially especially with you, Nate, is that I I actually have not touched Shadow of the Colossus since our last episode, unfortunately. And the reason being, and you're shaking your head at me, <laughs> and I don't blame you. I really I, I need to. I want and the listener to hear me shaking my head, like <laughs> it's some serious shaking of the head. Nah, it's, nah, nah, nah. It's, all it's right. not out of disinterest, I promise. It's simply because I'm playing it on PS3, and I need to sit down and actually have time to play it, um, which I just have not had recently. Like I talked about, even through the Thanksgiving break, there were just tons of stuff going on that I wasn't able to to sit down and play. Um, because this is a game that I, I want to get the full experience. I don't want to like have to pause it in the middle of a, a colossus battle um and come back like i i want to be so so generally that means in the morning or at night are the only times when yeah um when i'm actually going to be able to play it and i just haven't had that time or haven't used it that way um whether it is going to sleep early or whether it's you know getting schoolwork done i've just used that time in other areas so i have not even touched it unfortunately and hey, yeah, those are you know as long as you like you're covering your your priorities, man. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just gonna make you feel really bad about it later. <laughs> so well, thank you for understanding. Um, I'm hoping to I'm hoping to really get back into it here soon. But so that's that's my that's my report for the past two weeks. Do do do. But all my all the games that I've played so far have been have yeah they've they've all been single one player experiences go into different world whether you know Mario Odyssey is a nice adventure Octopath seems to be the same way um and then and well I haven't played Shadow of the Colossus sorry but that is again I I'm really looking forward to the experience of playing that one and, mm-hmm. and getting into the character in the world there um, but what we wanted to talk about today is actually goes along the lines of, um, the value of community and gaming. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and sort of too, like some of what this is, is like, it's, it's very sort of like timely as far as seasonal stuff goes. Like we brought up Thanksgiving earlier. Um, mm-hmm. and for you, I mean, you spent that with family and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, then you then you work some double trouble on your you know gastrointestinal system by trying to like <laughs> eat all the food hey um, but um you know we're coming into like christmas and new years and all that stuff and uh in that it's it's very easy i think sometimes just culturally to i think it especially in the 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 the, the kind of like society that we have where you can order just about anything and have it delivered to your door within a day or two. Um, Mm -hmm. We've become very removed from a lot of what I would sort of say were, were 
they weren't necessarily pleasant, but I think they were good socializing experiences, like, you know, going to the store or the malls mm. in Christmas and sort of navigating, uh, you know, through the the obnoxious hordes of Christmas shoppers. Um, <laughs> but um, so, yeah, like, it's just something that I felt was a little timely. Um, and when we had sort of talked it back and forth, it, Talked about it a little back and forth. I mean, and there's there's multiple angles to this. I mean, like obviously, mm-hmm. um, we are going to talk about some, and uh, it, it's not going to be like an, an in depth sort of thing, but some of the ways that we can use the actual hobby um, to redeem and sort of engage in community and fellowship. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, over Thanksgiving, my wife wanted to play Rayman Legends, and so a way that I was able to sort of like engage her in in you know and sort of like work build our our relationship a little bit you know and it's a very minor way but you Mm -hmm. know we spent a little bit of leisure time together goofing around and sort of you know poking around in in that that world and uh you know those things definitely have merit um Mm -hmm. one of the things that i do want to talk about and and you know there, there are a lot. I think there are several different angles that we can take here. One of the things, though, too, I, I do want to talk about, um, and, and we had sort of bandied this around a little bit, is that I mean, you mentioned that you've been playing a lot of single player games, um, you mm-hmm. know, and and I had shared with you how um, you know while I was thinking through this topic, this sort of subject in in general, I was thinking about when um, when I was playing the the most recent God of War. And how there were like these sort of affections. Now they might have been like, you know, sort of on the lighter end of affections. But like I was developing sort of a bond with Kratos and a bond with uh, I want to say Atreus is his son, but mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent. You know, just the boy, boy. <laughs> um, but you know, so I was developing like a little bit of a bond with these characters and sort of like, sort of like emotionally, or maybe not even a bond is the right word, but I was emotionally investing in these, these, these characters. And then it sort of struck me how, you know, I would go out and I, so I'd be playing God of War and then I'd go out onto my mail route and how the, the people, the obnoxious people on my route, like I had more affection for a figment of someone else's imagination than I did for this living, mm-hmm. breathing person who was in front of me that probably, you know, needed help and needed the gospel and needs the love of God and 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 needs me to be a decent human being. And I, you know, <laughs> and um, so, I mean, I, I wanted to talk about some of that, you know, so some of this is going to be about like, hey, you know, we need to... Um, we need to be making sure that we are putting down the controller and that we aren't forsaking or neglecting our relationships and um, and and not sort of isolating ourselves. Like you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I I don't and I don't really have like a great place to start with any of that. So I mean, well, I think I think what you're saying though, um, th- there's there's kind of a, a timeliness to why we wanted to talk about this. And that's really just because we're kind of at the holiday season and, um, uh, some of us have more time off than others, <laughs> but cause you said you only had Thursday last week, but, um, I think it does, um, play into sort of the idea of rest as well. 
Um, and we don't necessarily have to go down that road, but, but especially like the holiday season, we are generally, you know, the, the expectation is that you're around family more often, you're around people more often. Um, but I know that sometimes as, as people who like to play video games as gamers, we, we will often think of like, okay, and I do this is I think in terms of oh, I'm going to have time off. So that means, therefore, I'm going to have time off to play video games. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to have time off to do what I what I want to do. And I guess that's sort of what I was getting at earlier when I said that even though I was off, it was it was still busy. Like I was still doing things that necessarily I wasn't I wasn't just purely um, looking for things for me to do by myself, if that makes any sense. My mindset has kind of changed. Um so I understand what I'm trying to say is like, I understand that struggle of the, like, that's, that's where my mind goes, you know, is, is like my hobbies and the things that I enjoy doing. Um, so with this time that we do have, uh, I think it's important to kind of think through how we are, are using our hobby of video games. Are we using it in such a way that um, we, that we are shutting ourselves off from these opportunities of being with people or are we inviting people in to this, to share in this, in, in a certain sense, in a certain way. Um, I think, I think your analogy with God of war and, and I haven't played the game, but I can kind of, I, I think I can take a stab at some of the themes in that game but I think that analogy is really good, um, and I think it works not just with video games, but also with movies and books as well. Just stories in general that they can be really, um, really effective in the way that they convey um, emotion, in the way that they convey um, just a sense of empathy for mm-hmm. you. Like you put yourself in the story and you can experience something that you wouldn't otherwise be able to in your, in your day-to-day life. And, um, I think that, that, that's a really valuable thing about story, but I think it can also be dangerous when we take that and we twist it. Cause th- I think the purpose of that, I, I think also in terms of the scriptures, right? When, when you see these stories, kind of the purpose is to is to pull out of that something that is then actionable something that that applies to you rather than just holding that story at arm's length if that makes any sense um and and what we do is is that we'll twist it and say and and instead of seeing the human element of that story and attempting to apply that in our life in a context of actual like interacting with people (laughs) in that certain way, you know, what we've understood about that story, we can now go and empathize with people in our, in our day-to-day life. Instead of doing that, sometimes we'll say we'll get our fill from these stories, from these pieces of art that are effective at what they do. Um, But when we say, okay, that, I have experienced it because I've lived vicariously through this mm. this story. Um, I think that's where we go wrong, and that's where it's it's dangerous because no, <laughs> like you said, I mean, really, th- these are just kind of imaginative um, scenarios that have been set up. Um, but again, not to decry that that is necessarily a bad thing to experience. That I don't. I think it can actually be really helpful. 
Um, but it's, it's bad when we say, oh, well, that's enough. And then we keep it in that realm of fantasy instead of using that um, to make us better and to, to actually be able to engage in that community and engage with other people through that. If that makes any sense. No. Yeah. I mean like, and, and sort of, uh, I think like, and, and we sort of even talked about this a little bit before we started recording too. It's like, it's this, it, there is this idea. Okay. So like when you're okay, going back to the God of war sort of analogy I was using, mm-hmm. um, like I'm not really involved in this. I'm sort of like, yes, I am the sort of the one twiddling the sticks, but I'm acting from the outside. So I don't have anything, at, any sort of like real, the stakes aren't real for me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's very yeah. sort of like passive. I'm able to observe it. It might tickle some receptors or whatever, but the reality is like I'm not stepping into it. I'm not actually in it where, you know, and again, sort of like going back out onto the, you know, so, okay, like, and sort of even following that analogy a little bit further, like, you know, when I'm out on the route and I'm dealing with a particularly difficult customer or whatever, like that is an opportunity to step into this, that type of scenario for real. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I, you know, and I, and again, I don't want this, this conversation to be marked by sort of like a negative, but I think just, no. um, you know, uh, unfortunately sort of due to the nature, I mean, like uh, aside from multiplayer games, like I think one of the things that, um, is that, you, you know, a lot of these, you know, single play, I, I think, I think about like, um, and I'm not trying to dog you out, um, but I, <laughs> I think about like, you know, you and I were talking and you may have brought it up on the podcast. You may not have, uh, uh but when you, you said, uh, that Samantha at one point in time said to you, even like there was a comment you made when, while we were recording a podcast about hollow Knight, And then Samantha mm-hmm. came up to you and said, um, Hey, I'm really glad you recognize that you were sort of playing a little too much. Yeah. You know, and, um, and, and so like, I think like, you know, we need to be very honest and, and like, just as, mm-hmm. as enthusiasts. And I'm not just saying like, I'm not looking at you particularly, and I'm not even oh, addressing, yeah, I'm not even addressing like me because I know, like we've even talked about like how we have sort of fallen down that rabbit hole. This is sort of like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not excluding us, but I'm also, I'm sort of throwing this out to anybody who would be listening and saying like, listen, we cannot afford, especially as believers, we cannot afford to sort of, um, allow our engagement with this this hobby as as much fun and as many benefits as there might be to it to really get in the way of um our our real life relationships with people who are ble- you know breathing and you know flesh and blood and who are right there in our lives like and, and I know that it's like I think one of the the coolest examples. I think maybe last week I might have mentioned that I watched uh, Micah Hendrick, or not last week, but two weeks ago. Man, it's so weird. <laughs> it's been been a whole two weeks. Um, but when I was watching Micah Hendrick stream Shadow of the Colossus, and then like he like killed like eight colossi in like <laughs> two hours. It was kind of rad to watch. That's but crazy. like, you know what? His little boy came up. Like I, mm-hmm. his little boy hopped on, like and was sitting in his dad's lap for a minute, and Mike was like, hey, "You know what? 
it's time for me to go. And and it was like I was thinking about that and I was like, how many times like you know, okay, so it's like one thing if I'm like playing like Neo or Bloodborne and it shouldn't be this way, but like you're you know, even Hollow Knight, like, you know, if you're playing it and you're not pa well, Neo and Bloodborne you can't really pause. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. the point is, like, it's a stinking video game. And how many times have I sort yeah. of like put off like attending to my wife or making sure that like you know i'm helping my wife or whatever and i'm like oh no just one more boss i need to get to the safe spot and i'm like there's a part where it's like this is just a video game yeah like i don't i don't know if like i just i know my own personal tendency to sort of like isolate and sort of wall off and retreat into that um and then and 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 I guess like at the expense of my real life relationships. It's I mean it's nothing so drastic. It's never anything so drastic as like you know what like I'm blowing off church to just stay home and play video games. You know mm-hmm. that would be like that's that's like, but it's like there are times when it's like you know I'm I'm dragging my feet and like I I yeah. just and it's I, and and I ugh, man I'm 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 doing a lot of um and I and. <laughs> this, like I'm sure people are just like, man, Nate, they're so eloquent, so so <laughs> so very eloquent. Hey, that's why they listen, man. Oh, it's coming back for your hot takes, hot takes in good radio, and Nate talk pretty. Um, <laughs> but it is that idea where it's like I have at times in very little ways that seem insubstantial, but it's that that idea that if you are faithful in a little you will be faithful in a lot and if you're disobedient or unfaithful in a little you will be unfaithful in the big things and i'm saying like just sort of even going back to listening to the self-wire stuff like when he's talking mm-hmm. through the um the the one on proverbs and i think the mm-hmm. title of that episode is you can father yourself i may have mentioned this or not already i don't know I've been listening to a lot of that lately. <laughs> so they sort of like all run together, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but he talks about like, it's it's not about like these major victories. It's the little turn. It's like, you know, the one thing he says is like, you know, you get up in the morning and you want to masturbate. He's like, don't. He's like, that's not like a huge victory. That's a little turn. But that's that's the fight in that moment. You know, mm-hmm. expli- like if if somebody gets offended because I said masturbate, I apologize. Um, but you know, whatever. It's that yeah. that lit- It's those little steps, those little turns. And it's like so. Just like one of the things I want to encourage the listener to, and 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 encourage you know, in in a lot of ways myself to do is look for those little turns. So like when my wife is like trying to get my attention hit the pause button, put the controller down, like get up, walk away. Like, because that time with her is always going to be more important than Mm -hmm. that 30 seconds or 30 minutes in the game. And I'm I'm not saying like, I'm going to be awesome at that, you know, overnight, but it's like, it's the little turns, the little steps. Um, That's sort of, you know, some of my thoughts and just yeah, I, to that. I I like that a lot. I mean, and that's it's good. It's good now, like right now, because I'm not playing video games to think through this. Because in the moment, it it does feel so much more important, right? 
even when it's even when it's a dumb even when it's a game you can pause but like oh i'm in the middle of a boss battle i can't get out of my groove now mm-hmm. you know um which now looking back at it just seems like why why is this even <laughs> why are you even arguing about this like this is not this is not a big deal um and and like you said I don't mean to say I, I don't mean to come down too hard on video games in general because I do think this is something it's not necessarily unique to video games, right? No, I think this applies no. to any kind of recreation. But I do think that video games has uh it, it has a stigma for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. I think the whole idea of the neckbeard who lives down in his parents' basement you know, on his computer or whatever, PCMR, uh, whatever, um, th- that <laughs> trope while it's, it's, I, I think it's used far too often. Um, I, I do think there is a, a grain of truth in that, right? There, there's a tendency to, to kind of hold your, to ball up and, and focus on, you know, on your video game, on your, your form of recreation, yeah that like you said we as christians ought to fight against and i just sort of like listen like and and i i want to sort of drive this home like i i i especially believe for the believer like for for christians all right we are really meant to be maybe not all the time because i know there's like introverts and people who sort of are energized with alone time and they're extroverts and they're Mm -hmm. people who are energized by interacting with other people but like you know oh i'm gonna try and say it josh and if i sound (laughs) like he's laughing because he he knows what i'm talking about but proverbs it says you know, it talks about relationships being like iron, iron sharpening iron, iron sharpening. I, uh, you know, metal sharpening metal. You know, yes. like, and it's like, and uh, I worked in a machine shop for a little while, and and I would actually yeah. grind. Um, I would I would rough grind, and so I would prep the plates to where they would actually be, like I was the initial stage. But like the point is like, okay. like that that requires friction, and that requires like you know materials of two different toughnesses and sharpnesses and everything else anyways i'm saying like that those things like that tension that friction doesn't happen in a vacuum mm-hmm. and that like the bible is telling us that is a good thing like um that um i think one of the other things in proverbs that it says and i can't remember the exact address but it's like that the kisses of a friend or the kisses of an enemy are profuse but the wounds of a friend are true or or something that like but that basically your friends like the people who really care about you are going to be the ones who like you know tell you the truth even when it hurts and so Mm like it's the, the the good relationships and it's not that they're defined completely by friction but like there, there is a friction that is necessary in our sanctification. I had some some passages. I just wanted. I sort of pulled up as a, and it's mostly New Testament stuff that I just wanted to mm-hmm. sort of like say. I think emphasize just like the the believers call to be in community with other believers and just with people in in general. But specifically, you know, as as believers, we need to make sure that we're we're sort of getting together with you know the church um mm-hmm. and our local church like i mean i 
I've mentioned it before, I get up a couple times, two, three times a week, and I lift weights with a guy from church. Well, and sometimes my pastor comes too. And so it's my mm-hmm. two of my elders and then me, and we lift weights and we talk and we, <laughs> we encourage each other and we sort of rib each other. Like I will grab lunch with my pastor, you know, every, you know, probably like once a month, twice a month. I'll hang, I hang out with a bunch of different guys from church and we, we talk and we encourage each other and we pray for each other and we challenge each other. And, and I, and you know, and the same goes, my, my wife has developed some really great friendships with the women from our church and they're, they, you know, anyways, so I'm, I'm going to just bang through, I've got like five or six verses here and I, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to read everything, but I'm going to read some of most of these, uh, Galatians six, mm-hmm. two. Um, and I don't know what translation these are cause I was using a website, um, and I wasn't paying attention. So if it's not great, I apologize. But Galatians 6.2 says, Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fill, fulfill the law of Christ. And so using that, let's, you know, what was the law of Christ? Um, in Luke 10.27, one of the scribes, or, you know, someone was asking Jesus what the, the greatest commands were commandments or command was and he said the greatest commandment is this love the lord your god with all your heart mind soul and strength and love your neighbor as yourself okay so that's like that is the law of god in summation that is all ten commandments that is all the workings of all the moral law like it is all about loving god and then loving other people okay so james five sixteen says therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed okay and it also goes on to say the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. But like, confess your sins to each other, pray for each other, carry each other's burdens. Do you, and is the theme coming through here yet? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Acts 2.44 and 2.42. Acts 2.42 says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer. So they devoted themselves to teaching. The apostles' teaching is primary. You know, like, so they devoted themselves to studying the word, you know, listening to what God was saying to them through the apostles and to fellowship. So being with each other. They spent time eating with each other. They spent time praying for each other. You know, uh, Acts 2.44 says, All the believers were together and had everything in common. This is not something I recommend, you know, for most people. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This does suggest that there were times where the Christians were living multiple families in a home. Sort of like they were all living in basically what we would call communes. Um, And I I I would, however say that if you are a single believer i would encourage you to go find like maybe a couple single good and godly people in your church and see if you can rent a place together or something um Hmm. i know that i i rented a room in a house and there was like seven of us and everybody else in that that house was a believer and uh, we weren't all the same. We didn't always get along, but like those were very informative and challenging and good times. And I did a lot of growing in that. Um, and I, one of my best friends, um, that was where we spent the most time uh, was in that that house together. Um, but anyways, uh, 
Ephesians 4.2, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with each other in love. Like, and again, like, and, and there's a ton of stuff in, in Proverbs that talks about, um, you know, the cord with street, three strands is, you know, better than one or something. There, there's, mm-hmm. oh, geez, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little flustered, but there's this repeated theme throughout Scripture that we, I mean, even in the very beginning where it says, you know, and when God looked at Adam and it said, it is not good for him to be alone. It is not good for man to be alone. Like, yes. Was there a very specific context? Yes. I think Adam, you know, he was talking about Adam specifically, you know, and God knew what he was going to do. So he made Eve. But I think in addition to that, though, as a general rule, it is not good for people to live in isolation. Yeah. It is not good for people to wall themselves off from other people. Uh, I mean, I think like part of what we're seeing in, in our culture is <laughs> is some of the outworking of that. I mean, you yeah. know, I brought up like, you know, so I'm a mailman. I deliver Amazon boxes all the time. Like, and just mm-hmm. all sorts of crap. And like people buy everything i've delivered giant boxes of toilet paper 50 pound bags of dog food you know you you know probably i've done some of that the amazon prime pantry stuff like (laughs) you know anyways but like you know what i'm saying is like and and i look at the people who who are buying these and i'm not trying to be judgmental or nasty but a lot of them i'm like sometimes i'm thinking to myself like you know it might just be a good thing for you to like Get up off your couch, like go to your car, go into town, go to Walmart, go to the the, the grocery store, wh- whatever, and like walk around. Maybe run into some people you know, like you you know. And it's one thing, like if you're disabled, you know. I'm I'm not trying to be judgmental here, people. I'm just sort of saying, like, I think like a lot of times it's not we engage this stuff not because it's like. And and so one and again, sort of coming back to that one of the dangers that I see in in, in in our hobby is that it become it can become very isolating. We can withdraw. It can and this can facilitate and sort of empower that isolation in a way that mm-hmm. maybe other hobbies aren't so as 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 effective in doing. But like I just I just wanted to sort of like again drive home this this point, this idea that like we were really ma- we were made to sort of like, you know, you you brought it up earlier, and it's a very Christianese sort of thing, and you know, people cringe at it, and I roll my eyes at it because it's very whatever. I don't, I think it's a fair use of it, of mm-hmm. the, but we were meant to do life with other people. We really were, especially in the church. Like you know, like we we're supp- like one of the things that is supposed to set the church apart from each other, like apart from the world, is that our love our love for each other is demonstrable and seen and noticed, yeah. and it can't be you can't be loving people when you've got your face glued to a screen all the time. Now, that being said. I think there are ways in which that we can redeem this this hobby and we can engage this in a way like you know I mentioned I, I play games with my wife from time to time you know like and that's a way for us to sort of enter into some easy fellowship some light community 
Um, and I, I, you know, played division with one of my best friends, the the guy I mentioned earlier, um, Parker, and I. We've just been picking multiplayer games that we either have or we've bought together, um, in order to play together, and we just mm-hmm. we we just play through online multiplayer stories, and um, you know, and and, awesome. and and it sort of emulates that couch co-op thing that we used to do, where we'd sit on the couch and take turns playing video games or just whatever, and it's. Um, so uh, you know, and those are those are good things, and I, and I hate to sort of sound like, you know, because like, I I just spent like forty five minutes railing <laughs> against you know shutting yourself in in a room, and you know sometimes you do need that little bit of escapism or whatever, and, and that's I'm not going to begrudge you that. Just I I want to caution people not to make that a habit, not to make that a mm-hmm. pattern. Um, well, and I th- I think also um, th- to that point, it's it's not even necessarily um, that it's habitual, but I think it creates, at least I can see this in my own heart, but it creates almost a sense of entitlement. Like, I ought to be able to hold myself up and play video games at the end of the day, right? You know, like something is wrong if I can't, if I don't have that time for myself, then, um, then I get then I get angry, you know, then I get irritable and it's like, no one owes you video game time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even saying it out loud, it's one thing to feel that in the back of my mind to, to think that it's another thing to say it out loud. It just sounds, it makes me sound like a five-year-old, you know, Mm -hmm. like I throw a tantrum because I can't play video games by myself for a little while. Like that's (laughs) dude, grow up. Um, but but I think also, like you said, I I don't want to be I don't want to be negative. Um, but I and the reason that that I think uh, it, it's it's more easy to to put it negatively is is just because we we also want to say how detrimental that this can be. Like this can become a bigger issue, and it can lead to other things. Um, but I, uh, one passage that I pulled up from the scripture, um, and actually it was, it was the first verse of Psalm 133. Um, but then I, I took a look at the whole Psalm and it's three verses. Um, and I think it, it, it kind of, um, captures this idea in a very positive way of not like, of not saying that, oh, you need to sacrifice your, your alone time you know, the, the time that you feel is owed to you and, and spend it with people. But no, instead of that, like, you know, what's actually good for you is being with people. Um, so let me go ahead and read this. This is, oh, I guess this is NIV. I didn't change it to ESV, but um, anyways, NIV, Psalm 133. It says, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It's like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion. For there, the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. Mm. Like, how awesome is that? Now, that uses some, some like, Old Testament imagery. Um, You know, oil flowing down the beard is not necessarily something that we equate to as, you know, prosperity nowadays. Oh, no, I totally um, equate that with good. <laughs> I totally equate oil awesome. running through the beard as good. 
Uh, but but some of that imagery, like even just the thought of Mount Zion, <laughs> like to the Israelites, that's where God dwelled. You know, yeah. um, it's as if dew were falling on Mount Zion. Like you get this uh, this idea of like a refreshing area where God is, and and God is like equating this to God's people living together in unity. Uh, I I just think that 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 Psalm gives such a beautiful picture of what it looks like to live in community with, with the people of God. And like you said, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes you're with people that, that you would not be friends with were they not, um, were they not in the family of God, were they not Christians. Uh, and I think, I think that's the beauty of it as well, is that what binds us together is, is Christ. Um, it's not our mutual uh, interests. It's not even that we we necessarily get along together. It's that God that the most important thing about us that we belong to the Lord um, is true of of all of us, and so that that brings us together, and therefore we can live in unity despite our differences. Uh, and that is foreign. That's a foreign concept to the world, and that that's something that should mark us out as believers. So, um, totally. I, I think it, I think it's really important and, and I'm preaching in the choir here as well. Um, this is difficult for me, especially in my, in my, um, uh, area, just the season of life that I'm in right now, using another church ease term, um, is, is simply because I have young kids. So it's difficult to make plans and to, and to work around nap schedules and, and, you know, sickness going around and all that fun stuff. Um, but it needs to be community takes, uh, priority over things. And, and that's what I think we're trying to, we're trying to push is not that, not to say, put down all your video games and go hang out with people, but just make this a priority because God makes it a priority Mm -hmm. because this is something like the Psalm is saying, this is something that's beneficial for you. And something that God is going to use in your life to make you more like Christ, to make you into into who He wants you to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I think like to to frame it positively, like this is a greater blessing. This yes. is a greater good, Boom. you know. And so, y- you know, um, I think I you know, and I think I've. If I haven't sort of said it and stressed it before, I think video games are a good thing. They are a good gift from our good father. Um, Mm -hmm. You you know, and there's a lot of, you know, dare I say it, you know, without sounding too cheesy, but I think there are a lot of redemptive things to be pulled from video games in general as, as a medium. So, but I just think that, like, you have to sort of, you have to take, like, the good with the bad here, too, right? Or the (laughs) bad with the good, rather. And so, like, well, there are a lot of good things that come out of this. Like, one of the bad things is, like, you know, we have to be honest. There's probably a tendency to isolate. And, um, you know, ultimately, you know, I'm not saying that God can't or won't use that because he's sovereign and he does what he wants. But... Like, you know, he does sort of lay out frameworks there for us to say, like, you know, to, to help us thrive, you know? Yeah. So, uh. yeah, that's good. And, um, I, I think some, some just 
practical level things, because I, I think it would be remiss if I don't talk about it, is just like, especially going into this, the holiday season when you're going to be around people, uh, you know, something like the Switch is great because it's, it's portable. Um, but even, even for someone, you know, I've talked about this before. I really like JRPGs, you know, I, I really like you know, strategy type games. Um, we, we were talking a little bit beforehand or no, 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 actually I think it was during the podcast. Jeez. Um, of just how, how we enjoy kind of like deep games with lots of systems and things like that. Um, and sometimes party games can have a bad rap, mm-hmm. but really I, I would, I would highly recommend if you don't already have any to pick up something multiplayer, pick up some, some sort of a party game, whether it's, you know, the new super Mario party, whether it's overcooked has a bit of a learning curve. So I don't know that I'd go there necessarily right off the bat, but even something like, you know, Mario Kart, smash brothers, um, one thing that I've found that is almost universally enjoyed whenever I, I bust it out in among a group of friends is the Jackbox games. Mm, um, yeah. The and and there are tons of different Jackbox party packs that have that have a bunch of different games. Uh, Fibbage is a great one, and and these types of party games can just be like icebreakers. Like I've seen with Jackbox in particular, like people who who don't really know each other can can break the ice with something like that and you're saying with those games that kind of forces you to be sort of creative and think on your toes and so it's fun to just kind of like throw stuff out there and and i think you know tabletop board games can do this as well um so again it's not unique to video games but if, if video games are what you enjoy i think there's a way to invite people into this hobby of yours in in a way that facilitates that um that getting closer to the people in the room like actually enjoying the fact that you're oh, with okay. people and and enjoying um yeah just just breaking the ice and then once you have built that kind of baseline to your to your relationships you can go deeper and you can talk about you know things that that hit a little bit closer than just kind of the the small talk of party games yeah no, dude. I think too. Like you know, you brought up uh, the Jackbox games. Those are I've I've played those several times, and those are even just fun for like just when you're hanging out with a bunch of friends. Yeah. Like it's easy fun that sort of you know is good. Like it it, it is good to laugh with your friends, people. Yes. Like it's good to laugh not at your friends. I mean. <laughs> If I'm your friend, then it's especially easy to laugh at me. But <laughs> yeah, m- more often than not, you're laughing with me. But um, yeah, yeah, it's good to laugh with your friends and to to sort of um, you, you know, there's something about that that sort of allows us to let down our guards a little bit. And yeah, um, yeah, I just you know, I I really yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, there's. Um, there are there are a lot of options out there, and it's like you know maybe that stuff's a little more casual or whatever. But mm-hmm. I I think that's you know you brought up Overcooked and and uh, I definitely you know I've I've talked to my wife about wanting to pick that up from time to time, and mm-hmm. you know I, you know I think maybe even I'll I'll see if I can scrounge up a few dollars, um, you know, put a couple bucks aside and maybe pick up one of the 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 Jackbox sets for the ps4 and then take that out with me to my parents when we go out for christmas and maybe i'll have everybody 
you know, play a few rounds of Fibbage or did you, do, you ever play the yeah. t-shirt game? T-shirt game is, is one of my fa- favorites. We, we, I've played it once. And so like the first round I was all confused and I, I didn't get it. I was not very good at that game just in general. Um, so I feel like I need to feel it out a little bit more, but the other people in the room enjoyed it a lot. If that makes sense. And not that I didn't enjoy it, just that like I couldn't I didn't get what I was supposed to do to do it well. Well <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh the the one time I played it, and this might be a little risque. Alright. Uh oh. But so the one time I was playing it and it's me and three or four of my friends and we were doing the t shirt design and like the thing is like we were just being absurd to be absurd. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so but the one dude drew a stick figure, like sort of a very rudimentary sort of like cartoon. And it was just like, it was a line and then a bump and then another line and then a bump and another line and then a, a third longer line. So it was basically like this sort of very rudimentary butt cheeks set of butt cheeks <laughs> that he had drawn. Right. And it's sort of just, it's, it's sort of, it's not revealing anything other than these cartoon butt cheeks. And then somebody else submitted the text, the call of the wild burrito. And it just like, it was like one of those things where it was just like magic. And we, I actually, cause you can actually get those shirts made. And I actually almost got a call of the wild burrito <laughs> shirt made for myself, but I wouldn't have had any context to ever wear that shirt except for in their company. So, right. Um, right. <laughs> nice. Well, that's, that's the other thing. That's the other great thing about those games too, is um, most of the time and the newer ones actually have kind of like a filter that you can apply mm-hmm. to it. So, so some of the questions, because some of the prompts will have some innuendo in there. They can be very, um, yeah, uh, innuendo It's, it's not that often, right. But but I think the great thing about a lot of those games is that the people in the room kind of set the temperature of the game. You know, mm-hmm. is this going to be more risque or is it going to, are you going to play it straight? Or is it like you said, is it going to be just completely absurd? Because once someone breaks the seal on that, like it's all downhill from there, you know? Yeah. This is, these are the same guys that we make jokes about long pork. Um, and just for anybody who doesn't know what long pork is, it is people meat. So we talk about, oh. having, we talk about having long pork barbecues. Um, not that we actually condone right. eating people, but it's just like, you know, it's a group of, we're just kind of morbid and weird and yeah, we, yeah. it's it, dudes being dudes. Yeah. Just, just guys being goofballs. So, um, but I dig it. I don't. I dig it, man. I think. Do you, do you have any more thoughts? <laughs> I'm on. Well, I, I was gonna say. I think. Well, man, we're, it's so good radio. So such good radio. Much wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say the same thing in different words at the same time. Ready, go. <laughs> and now that we, now that you, you I think put we're me done on the spot, now, but I'm like, it was good. Um, it's sort of a parting shot. Is like, listen. Um, it is okay to put the controller down sometimes and to actually just go hang out with real people. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, as a matter of, you sort of brought up rest. 
I think sometimes, you know, I, I really want to encourage people to cultivate like the kind of relationships like, you know, um, one, I have that kind of relationship with my wife. I'm also fortunate to have like a really, really cool best friend that when he and I get together, those times are really refreshing for me. And I have a, a few close friends, you know, um, who even in the hard times, like, you know, it's easy to sort of walk with them because it's, that's my friend, that's my brother and I care about them or, or my sister. And, uh, mm-hmm. so I just, I want to encourage people to sort of, uh, you know, not forsake and not neglect the real, real life opportunities and relationships that are in front of them for the sake of, uh, you know, for the sake of, you know, sort of, well, faking it with video, with the video games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I dig it. Also, this is why VR is terrible. Mm. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I haven't, I haven't tried VR someday. I might have no, an opinion I on either. it. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's a lot of fun. It just, um, it's, it, it's not my, I would, I would love to try it. it yeah. It seems, it seems like fun. It's just not something that I would, I would purchase for myself. I don't think uh, I would be no, able. I was just saying something absurd. I don't think I would be comfortable sharing my headset knowing like how like gross yeah. I can get like it'd be like all my dead skin cells and everything and mm, sweat like you any cells like yes all the dead cells on it and then like having other people's dead cells on it like <laughs> I'm I'm like <laughs> no no all right so before we just go completely into the weeds here um before we fall down that chasm yeah oh chasm mm Chasm and dead cells. I'm going rogue here. Or maybe just rogue light. I don't know. Oh, man. You are <laughs> dad joking it up. Um, <sighs> oh, my. So, uh, I don't, like I said, that, that was my parting shot. Do you have anything <laughs> besides dad jokes? Oh, man. I don't know. This has been a strange enough journey. I'm, I'm ready to call it a day. Oh, my day. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Had a nice, nice trek through um through our topics here it's been a nice odyssey to go on with you uh i'm gonna go get lost in the horizon (laughs) i don't even know how to how to fit zero dawn in there because it literally doesn't make any sense i was just i just i wanted to vol it's like rhyme with rhyme this with orange go (laughs) right what what rhymes with octopath Hmm. (laughs) but um well, well i'm ready for the big sleep oh man <laughs> <laughs> oh you're gonna get the long goodbye pal <laughs> that's another raymond, like raymond chandler book by the way oh nice so. nice i'll need to check out more of his stuff it was okay if we don't end this soon i'm gonna get good and angry <laughs> uh, so we should probably uh, call it quits oh uh, is anyone is anyone listening are you guys having fun with this because I'm, I have fun, but is that like, is, is just throwing out random puns. Is that really fun to listen to? I don't, I don't know. I can't tell. Hashtag, um, but hey, if, if you are listening to this, if you think the puns and the dad jokes are fun, you can tweet at Josh and say, hashtag mm-hmm. team Josh. And if Josh. you think puns hey, yo. are awful, hashtag team Nate. Oh, okay. We've got a rivalry going on here. <laughs> 
this is this, this may be like the the most divisive episode we've ever had <laughs> and it's over puns um there you go. I dig it. Well, in my in in case you didn't know, you can you can contact us on Twitter. There, um, my handle is at Broccolope. That's B R O C C O L O P E. Um, or if you're not on Twitter, feel free to email us with the hashtag. Um, our email address is the Backlog Breakdown at gmail dot com. Or you can just talk about puns. Actually, this would probably be even better if you infiltrate our group. The hashtag backlog book club and uh just start throwing puns out there every day a new pun see what happens if you're team josh of course nothing you know. nothing good nothing good will come <laughs> of this um i'm on twitter and pretty much most of the platforms including gg i'm mm-hmm. uh nate underscore mckeever or at nate underscore mckeever uh so that's pretty much you know where you can find me on PSN, all all that fun stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, come look us up uh, at the uh, at the hashtag Backlog Book Club, um, where we, we have a couple different things going on. As a last minute plug, uh, we are sort of there's some behind the scenes talk in some backlog golf. Um, mm. uh, our buddy Charles Watson. The guy who developed GG actually is sort of like the one responsible for helming that. So um, it's mm-hmm. it's definitely if, if that's something you might be interested in, you know, look us up on Facebook. You know, we'll add you to the group as long as you answer the questions. If you don't answer the yeah. questions, well, then we'll just mock you and leave you outside like the plebe you are. Um. <laughs> and little known fact: the GG app it actually stands for Gaming Golf pretty fun false (laughs) (laughs) all right all right now that we have beat this dead horse into pulp and i oh man we're just falling now that we've beaten this dead horse into glue we're just falling Um, apart um uh, so i guess until next time uh beating down backlogs ah. and breaking down the benefits There you go, folks. So, uh, until next time, be good, kids. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.